This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. We are speaking with Dr. Peter Hammond this morning, and he's the founder of Frontline Fellowship. And um, Dr. Hammond, good morning and and a warm welcome to you. Good morning. And yes, I'm sure everyone is absolutely exhausted with these scheduled power failures, these blackouts, which they call load shedding. But, you know, load shedding sort of is a bit of a euphemism for government failure and corruption because load shedding suggests we've got so much of it, we're giving it away free. But it's not exactly that. We're paying for it. In fact, the yeah. increases in the cost. Sure. But it's worse than that. It's it's bring your own infrastructure all over the country. We can see now uh, plans of cities to dump Eskom to move away onto private electricity. And it's quite scandalous because there was a time when Eskom was rated worldwide as mm. the provider of the cheapest electricity in the world. Well, that's no longer so. And the most reliable at one time. So what's going on is quite clearly politics. It's card redeployment, it's corruption, it's theft, it's looting of not just billions, but ultimately hundreds of billions and even trillions of rands have been stolen from the public treasury by these state-operated enterprises, and they've become nothing but looting sprees to the extent that the African Union Task Force on Corruption has documented that uh, at one time they said a quarter of the GDP, gross domestic product of Africa, is looted by corruption by governments. In fact, now it's moved to a third. 33% of the total gross domestic product of Africa, the GDP, is looted by government corruption. And uh, when we speak about state capture and corruption in South Africa, we're talking about more than uh, trillions of rands have been looted in the last two and a half decades uh, by government corruption. And Eskom is one of the worst of the offenders, which is why we're having these power failures. It's it's not just incompetence. It's not just laziness. It's not just sabotage. It's absolute looting. It is corruption. And yet everyone on the ground pays for it to the extent that we are uh, at the moment, every single day is costing 3 billion rand because of these power failures. In fact, it's now going worse now that that was on level three and level four. Now we're on level six. Uh, it's going to be moving into a four or five billion rand a day cost. Absolutely staggering the impact and the amount of people who've got to get everything from solar panels, which are not cheap, and uh, extra batteries and uh, uh, generators, and then there's the fuel, and then there's the time waste. And uh, you can imagine what is going on around the country. The failure of government to keep the lights on is also increasing not only uh, the initiatives from different metros to move ahead with private uh, electricity providing, which is obviously it's not as efficient in the sense that Uh, one national power supply is more effective, you would think. But because of the inherent corruption and cadre deployment that's going on and a sense of entitlement that the job isn't there to provide services, but to be able to provide an opportunity for individuals who are well in with the party to loot the place. That is why now different municipalities such as Johannesburg and Port Elizabeth and Cape Town are moving into a way of depending more on private security and private energy supplies. And right now in Cape Town, there's a major amount of plans coming ahead with being able to move from Eskom onto private, independent, more reliable stations. And 
at the moment, we in South Africa have a huge amount of trouble with sewage uh, spills. It's a top priority pollution of swimming areas. And the city of Cape Town has announced that they're increasing their water and sanitation budget sevenfold over the next three years to upgrade pump stations, bolster protection from so-called load shedding power failures. And so the budget's increasing from 70 million to 500 million by 2024, just in water and sanitation in Cape Town alone, uh, because of the uh, tremendous health hazards that's been caused uh, by these scheduled power failures. And so in order to protect the people of Cape Town, we are moving more and more to practical independence. This is why many people in the Cape, uh, the whole of the Western Cape, are talking about secession, independence, self-determination, uh, Cape exit, uh, all of these are becoming more and more popular yeah. because of the concerns about rampant crime, horrific violence, and failure of government, failure to keep the lights on, failure to keep the water flowing. There are basic principles in scripture about what government is there for, and government is meant to be protecting, and government is meant to be preserving. And so the whole purpose of government is to protect and to serve. The scripture makes clear that there are four spheres of government that God has instituted, self-government, symbolized by conscience, family government, symbolized by the role of discipline, church government, symbolized by the keys of church discipline, civil government, symbolized by the sword of justice. And as the church is to be a minister of grace, the state or the civil magistrate is meant to be a minister of justice. And God has set up the principles of how it is to work. And unfortunately, right now, we do not see these principles being are well carried out by central government. They are failing on so many different levels and failing in such a catastrophic way. One of the great theologians from the Netherlands in the 17th century, Hugo Grotus, put it this way, he knows not how to run a kingdom who cannot manage a province, nor can he wield a province that cannot order a city, nor can he order a city that knows not how to regulate a village, nor he a village that cannot guide a family. Nor can that man govern well a family that knows not how to govern himself. Nor can any govern himself unless his reason be lord and his will and appetite her vassals. Mm. Nor can reason rule herself unless she be ruled by God and wholly obedient to him. And so if you want people capable of ruling a country, then they've got to be self-disciplined. And the only way to be really effectively self-disciplined is to be in submission to God and to be governed by him, to be ruled by him, to be guided by spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And our Lord Jesus taught that civil government needs to be under God's government. Uh, the Lord made it clear to Pontius Pilate, you would have no authority of me unless it was given to you from above. All authority is delegated authority and all authority is answerable to God. And our Lord Jesus said, the kings of the Gentiles lord it over them. And those who exercise authority call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest amongst you must be like the youngest and the one who rules like the ones who serve. And that is the reason why officials in civil government are called ministers or servants. It's from the word deacon. In fact, in 1 Peter 2, 13 to 14 and Romans 13, 3 to 4, the word deacon is used to describe government. Government is to be a minister or a servant of God. And the concept of civil government as a servant of its citizens is a uniquely Christian idea that originated from these verses. Hence the term prime minister as the first servant. And so our Lord Jesus taught that we are to be salt and light in all areas of life. And as salt preserves from decay and adds flavor and irritates wounds, 
and has a healing effect and creates a thirst. So too, we as Christians should be preserving moral standards and adding biblical principles and exposing evil and bringing healing to the repentant and causing people to thirst for the living water that only Christ can give. Our Lord Jesus taught we should always pray and not give up. In the parable of the persistent widow, Jesus taught even an unjust judge will give in and do what is right ultimately in response to persistent prayer and pressure. And so who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will make a stand for me against the workers of iniquity? We are in a crisis. We do have power failures. Uh, keeping lights on uh, is a problem. And obviously, we need to move more to decentralization, which is more efficient than centralization. Yes. We've got to move more to privatization uh, rather than, than nationalization. And we need to wage war on corruption. Corruption is stealing from everyone. And it is threatening people's businesses all over the country. And it's costing us literally four to five billion rand every single day of this level six power failure. So let us pray. Let us act. Let us seek to be part of the solution. It's better to light a candle and to curse the darkness. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.